while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. say thanks to both the candidates uh, yeah thank you thank you to sheriff tom hodge and, and mayor mayor Her- mayor paul Haro. i thought that was very good i think that they both did what they wanted to do mm-hmm. i think both of them came in and made their points i, I agree i think that if, you, if you're with either camp you're more motivated today than you were yesterday i totally agree and you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be people online and might say, "Oh, he won, she won." I don't know. I'm I was I was you know we were in it. So right. We were right, in it. We were right. in the thick of it. So we right. don't we don't actually know. But I I my impression is my impression is I thought they both did well. I th- I think they both made they the did points. what they had to do. Exactly. I think, right. I agree. Unlike <laughs> we've seen in other debates, okay, yeah, where people don't take advantage of the moment. Yep. Both of the gentlemen took advantage of their moments. Neither of them are shrinking violets. Right, they <laughs> yeah. both wanted to make their points, and they made them. Yeah. As I said, Marcus, if you, whichever one you're with, before you're as motivated today as you've ever been. I think so. And, and by the way, the podcast for both of those hours. Well, the first one's already up. The second one will be up in a few minutes. I just published it, so the second one will be up probably in a few minutes. Both of them, if you want to revisit it, are already up on podcast. This is the post game. We're just going to talk about the debate. We're going to take your calls too at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Um, who do I think won? That's all I gotta say. Haru won. Uh, I think he had a little more pep in him. Okay. Um, I think he's more intelligent, but I think Hoskinson has got more money behind him. Okay. So I would say I, I, I'm voting for Haru. Um, I still think Hodgkinson will probably win because of his money. It's 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 it's, it's Hodgson. I Hoggy, okay, Mister right. Hoggy. Um, <laughs> I right. just think because Hoggy's been around for a long time, he's right. got a lot of money. He'll probably. All right, win. hey man, you, thank you for the call. Take care. Yeah, take take care. <laughs> Um, so, take care. Take care. So, uh, Haru's so, got a lot. Of, they're both competitive financially. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, Haru this year, I think, outraised him by uh, like 20 grand. I mean, Hodgson still has the, he had the start of, I think, having 290 grand. So, Marcus, people are motivated right now. They both gave out their websites. I wanted to make sure they got, they got a chance to do that before we, we wrapped up. Early voting starts Saturday. Yeah. Early voting starts yeah. Saturday. Yeah, you got to right? get out there and vote. So one of the reasons we tried to get this in before early voting started, but not so far away from the election day, yeah. that you lost track of what had happened. 
Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly. And so we got it in just as early voting started. That's the first of two debates. We got Ted Nisi and Tim White are going to do a debate next week too on on Friday. So we're definitely interested in hearing that as well. Yes, but um, I I I think they've got a lot, a lot of good material to start with. Marcus, um, if people want to. They'll be able to see some of this on Channel 6. Yes. It was a Channel 6 camera crew our, here tonight. Our partners at Channel 6, you know, you hear it. They give the weather every morning. Um, you, you'll, you'll hear um, Jeff DeNoy or, or, uh, or Chelsea Priest. They, they, give the, they, give the, um, they give the weather every morning. And uh, we had Channel 6 here, ABC 6. I'm going to get a notification of exactly when that's going to be on. Okay. Uh, but they've been, they were here filming the, the first hour of the debate. So you'll be able to catch that. Uh, it'll definitely be on the website, too. So yeah. you'll be able to catch some of that. I think it's going to be really good. So I want to thank our TV partners at, at ABC 6 for, for, uh, for putting that on for us. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, Owen, the cameraman, good guy. Yes. Uh, again, good. folks, if you haven't been here before, this is not a big studio. No. You know, and, and um, Marcus and I are not small guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it uh, so we don't, and, and the sheriff and, and Mayor Haru were both very good about it. Because, again, guys, we didn't know Channel 6 was going to show up until they called us this afternoon. And both the mayor and the sheriff could have objected to it, but neither of them did. Yeah. So I thought it was very, very uh, flexible of both of them. Because sometimes, you know, campaigns will go, that wasn't in the rules. You know, we laid out the rules ahead of time. You didn't tell us there were going to be cameras there. We didn't know there were going to be cameras here. Right. Um, but both the mayor and the sheriff were cordial gentlemen. They they were they were very good to Channel 6. You know, of course, they want to be on TV. But my point being is that both of them deserve high marks. I agree. I think they both deserve high marks. I think they did well. It, it, it did get chippy. Um, but, but that's that was, what we wanted. That's what I wanted. We yeah. designed it that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a very intimate setting for that. And, um, yeah, uh, it's, oh, man, it was just, it was, it was what it was. I mean, it was what it was. I think, I think you're right. I think they both made their points. I think even when they, you know, when I, they both, I think, revealed stuff about each other that I didn't know before. Okay. So with Hodgson, obviously the OCPF violations that hadn't been that hadn't been uh, released to the public yet, and he, right. he he took onus on that. What an interesting point I never heard uh, someone make about Hodgson's Hodgson's accreditations was Haru saying calling it a pay to play. So I you know I don't know much about it, so I don't know if that is, but that was an interesting thing I hadn't heard before. We've got some actually we've got some calls on the line. Five zero eight nine nine six oh five hundred, but I thought they both handled those those charges the best we can do. We got a lot of calls coming in. <laughs> Good evening. Thanks for holding. Okay. Good evening, thanks for holding. Hi. Hi. Uh I just want to say thank you to you guys. You guys did a terrific job. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Thanks. And that's all I got to say. Who's ever in uh, who's ever camp? They're still in their camp. <laughs> who do you think? I agree. Who do you think won? Uh, well, I'm in uh, the mayor's camp, so okay, that's who won. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, okay, yeah. but thank you. You guys did a great job. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Good evening. You're live. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Pretty wild. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> was. Yeah, but I'll but I'll tell you, I expected a little bit more from the mayor. I heard a lot about, just show me the documents, prove it, prove it, prove it. You have to come with a lot more than that. They're going to take out a 20-something year incumbent, let me tell you, in my opinion. You know, I've worked a lot of campaigns. I know you have too, Mike. Um, it takes a lot to get an incumbent out. You need a crowbar to pry him out of office. 
he's just been bringing off. I was a little disappointed. I thought this was going to be a little bit more um, on his end, a little sh- more sharper. And listen, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I know Tom for a long, long time. I don't know the mayor of Attleboro whatsoever. Um, my interest in this race isn't really... Uh, I'm not a guy that does the whole Bristol County thing, even though I've been in a couple races that involved it. I'd much rather stay New Bedford and local, but even though Bristol County obviously is New Bedford. But I don't know. I just don't think he brought enough to take out an incumbent of that's so well entrenched. And, uh, Chris, you know that my job takes me up in the Attleboro, the Norton, the Taunton areas, the Dytons, the Rehoboth. I don't see much out there. Again, signs don't vote. I don't see much out there for, uh, uh, what's his name, Haru? Right. And uh, I I see uh, Tom. Tom has more signs in Taunton, because that's my home base, than Mark Pacheco has. (laughs) Mark Pacheco, I was just in Mark Pacheco's district, though. He doesn't have a lot of signs. Does he even have an opponent? I I don't know if he does, in all honesty, uh, Marcus. Um... But I'm just saying, I, I that's my area of travel, yeah. all of Bristol County, in my for my job, and uh, and I was in Dighton today. I was I was in uh, North Attleboro yesterday, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, I, it's a very interesting race. Don't get me wrong. For the people who have some involvement with it, and if I was involved in that, that big race, I'd be really into it. But I don't know. I just was a little disappointed with the mayor. I just don't think he brought enough to the table. You just can't keep on answering questions with proof. Show me the documentation. That that's not that's not enough, man. Okay. You gotta take this you gotta take this guy down and out if you're gonna take him out. <laughs> I, I I would imagine just from listening to Haru and again I have to listen to the um to the pod, to the podcast, Marcus. And I think you you probably feel it that way too, because um, I was too involved. Yeah, so, I have to re-listen to it because I was too involved. I, my my perform. I, I thought they did. I thought I thought Mayor Hero really did bring it to the sheriff a few times, and uh, you know, I thought he really did bring it to the sheriff a few times, and the sheriff definitely brought it to Mayor Hero a few times too. I I think that if if I if I just sitting here looking back on it now, the memorable stuff for me was when Mayor Haru was talking about Trump, okay? And I, I understand that plan, right? I mean, I think that that's a big part of his campaign. He's hoping that people who, who, who are repulsed by Trump will make that vote in, in November. Um, I think that that's a key part of his campaign. Um, All right, we'll I've see whether it works up, or not. I've taken up enough time, but answer me this. Yes, sir. Because I respect both of your opinions of both you. You guys are well-knowledged in the game. I feel that I know a little bit about politics myself. <laughs> what does Trump have to do with Bristol County? You're trying to tie him to an incumbent that you, or a, a former president that you think people are in a major uproar about. And, right. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see it and smell it. 
Okay. I don't not, think it's going to be enough. I, 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 I don't know because a lot of people don't like Trump here and a lot of people don't didn't like Trump's leadership here. He was soundly voted against twice here in Massachusetts and in Bristol County. I know there was some towns in Bristol County that did vote for him, but overwhelmingly where the populations are voted against Donald Trump. They feel like his leadership was bad and if they feel they might feel like if Sheriff Hodgson it, um, is friendly with Trump or respects Trump, then he might have the same leadership and that's not what they want. That would be the strategy, I think. I think that's his strategy. Mike, I'm going to hold you there because we got some more calls. So th thank I don't you for think calling. It's enough. That's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think it's enough, but but it's a strategy. Yeah, I think it's part. I think it's part. Maybe part of a larger plan. Good evening. Hey uh, guys, the testimony to you uh, on the debate because I tried calling in a bunch of times, I couldn't get through. So that's how popular the show was. Yeah, there was. That, I mean, there were full phone lines when we had to sign off for closing statements. All the way up to the end, there were full phone lines, and I, I really, you know, I wish I could have gotten to everybody, but with. I wanted to give them complete answers to the charges they were making towards each other and some of the calls, the charges the calls were making. So I just, that's the way, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know? and, and very well refereed, fair and balanced. You, you guys uh, did, a, did an exceptional job. Can I, can I just, uh, I just want, don't want to consider this a straw poll, but in Marcus, I know that you have a different experience of going to the jail, but um, so I've, I've been calling my contacts and I'm about halfway through calling just over a hundred people that I've called and, and a little bit different than calling for uh, support for Ian Abreu or Ryan for somebody, you know, some, a local politician. So I've been more empathetic to the fact of, of asking them for their support for Tom, but, but, but asking them, you know, what's their experience? You know, have, have they been to jail? Do they have a, a, a loved one, a family member, a friend that's ever been to jail? I'm a little bit over 100 people. And you want to know something? Not one person. And I haven't gotten to the S's yet. So not one person and halfway through my contact list has said to me, that they have anybody that has an experience with the jail, and and the questions that that's coming back is, well, if I if if not, what's the big fuss about? Why are we changing it? it? I just I just found it bizarre that I don't have anybody in my contacts that doesn't have anybody that's even done a pass through in that jail. I um, I'll be curious to see when you get to the S's. <laughs> oh, no, I already, I already it's a good point i think i think one of these things that, like the, the 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 population the sheriff most impacts are people that don't typically vote or for the most part can't vote so the question i asked two questions uh as marcus asked two questions and i prefaced them by saying questions that don't apply to people who aren't in jail yeah um because that's my experience i'm not in jail thank god <laughs> not yet yeah uh, yeah not yet for all of us, that could change at a moment's notice. Yes, but I'm, that's only, true. I'm only being honest with you guys, and you know, I would never, I mean, how, how would I even think of talking about this, you right. know? Yeah. Barry, thanks for the call. Nice we appreciate call, it. Barry. Thank you. Thank you. Great job, guys. Got more calls on the line 508 996 0500. One line open. No, oh, two lines open. Good evening. Good evening. Um, I just, a couple points I wanted to make. Uh, last night, I got a text from somebody claiming they were with an organization. Uh, I was in support of uh, Paul Harrell okay. and wanted to know if I was going to support. And I said no because I, I like the job that Tom Hodgson's doing. Okay. Uh, but the interesting part about that was to me that the area code that generated that text was Washington, uh, District of Columbia, actually, when I looked it up. Well, so it was the, the text by the Working Families Party, which is a political organization, um, and I imagine they have their base of operations in D.C. or a base of operations in D.C. They were a New York party. But, but what gets me? They might have a people in D.C. doing stuff for yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but 
So what gets me is that DC is actually interested in getting him in there. That's what it seems like to me anyway. I may be wrong, but there are people in DC interested in getting Harrell elected to Bristol County Sheriff. That concerns me. There aren't uh, people outside of I Bristol want. County interested in getting Tom Hodgson elected? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do, but yeah. I think they're spending a lot of time and money trying to get Hodgson out and yeah. Harrell in. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that was kind of funny to me is uh, he Harrell kept saying, you know, I'm going to save money, I'm going to save money, I'm going to save money. Um, Democrats don't have a history of saving taxpayers' money. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen. And that's it. That's all I got. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Good evening. Oh, sorry. Good evening. Good evening. Um, my question is, um, I want to answer the person who's, who said he doesn't know what Trump has to do with this. Yeah. And I want to just say that Sheriff Hodgson tried to take a gang of workers from the prison down to help build the wall. So Sheriff Hodgson obviously is the um, Trump supporter, and he brought him into this, not not Mayor Hodgson, Mayor <laughs> Haru. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Good evening. You're live. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Tom. job tonight. I, I got to give it to you guys. Thank you. Very professional. Very equal. I was worried a little bit. I don't have to worry anymore. <laughs> that was excellently done. I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed that they didn't answer my question, which, yeah, after I asked it, I realized how it appeared humorous, but it wasn't intended to be humorous. Did the mayor, uh, I mean, did, did the sheriff actually answer it when everybody was chuckling? Cause I, I, I couldn't hear. I, Tom, I was, I was so in the moment, I didn't I, realize you called in. So what was the question you asked? Mine was, uh, would, would the sheriff be happy if he was endorsed right. by President Trump? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. were doing shtick too, Tom. No, no, what they both said was, what they, uh, Mayor Rose said endorsements don't matter. Right. And then, um, so or, he missed it. Tom missed then, an opportunity, and then he did. He he did miss the opportunity, right? And then uh, Hodgson said, "I agree with the mayor, right?" And so, so they they both sort of just walked away didn't from answer, it. Didn't, didn't, didn't no, it was. And it was, I, 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 and, we were laughing, and Tom, it was kind of a funny. And question. Tom, I followed up. I followed up, and I said, "So, would you accept the endorsement?" Right. And he reiterated that he would take the mayor's statement. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Perry Mason the guy. That was his right, answer. Okay. You right. know. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. That's yes. fine. Now, I was jealous that you were doing, you were doing shtick, and I wasn't doing shtick. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it was. I wish intended. I had more time to be witty and, yeah. and make quips. Because <laughs> it was so intense for you guys. I had to break it up a little bit. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Tom. No, I, I appreciate it. I yeah. did. The, the, the last the flop sweat joke was was pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, remember when we were talking about the Peyton Aram issue, and that I, I made a funny comment. I'm everywhere. You got to be careful. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm noticing in this campaign, and watch this one, because this is going to be critical election night in New Bedford, Ward Five. There hasn't been a mail drop or any campaigning done, with the exception of signs. In all of Ward 5. Why is that? Three weeks before the final. My opinion is the strength of the sheriff's office in Ward 5 with the various political people that live there, they're going to blitz Ward 5. And if Hero doesn't respond soon to that phenomenon, the sheriff will win New Bedford by Ward 5. And that could... 
spell the entire election. Here's what I, so, but with respect to Ward 5, I was actually, I covered it. Um, I wrote a column on it. There was a canvas kickoff at Buttonwood Park, which is in Ward 5. Ward 5, uh, Councilor Lima actually had showed up a little bit after, um, uh, but, uh, they were get, there was a bunch of people giving literature for the Democratic Party, not just for Hero, but Hero was there. Mayor Driscoll was there, the lieutenant governor nominee. How long ago? Week or two? Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, last Saturday or yeah. the Saturday before. Okay. Yeah. I know there hasn't been a mail drop. I, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe there hasn't been a mail drop, and I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't, you know, uh, maybe, you know, because Hodgson, when when Quinn ran against Hodgson, he didn't win New Bedford, so I, maybe they think New Bedford is is uh, is a safe Haru city, maybe. Yeah. Um, I know that Tom has just had a mailing go out from uh, from um, uh, Governor Baker. I did see that. Yeah, Ted DC, yeah, uh, put that out. Yeah, uh, I came to my house. Uh, came addressed to I Natalie. I didn't get it. It came to Natalie, which is interesting. I didn't get but the mail. It came to a to a female vote up who's unenrolled, who has a pretty good voting record. It must go to unenrolled. Not a super voter. So it must have went to unenrolled voters. Yeah. Yeah. Unenrolled uh, voters. Because down here, I've got two from her and one from Hudson on this race, yeah. which was probably 10, 15 days ago. Okay. But now we both, we all know this is crunch time. Oh, and big time. As far as, as far as the debate was concerned for my trying to be objective about it. There was no knockout punches. It was pretty even. Personally, I didn't like the interruptions that kept going on. I think there were 14 from Hodgson and three from Heroic. You counted. I I, I, I like that. No, I like that. The idea being these have an effect on me as a voter. You know, not, not so much what goes on behind the wall because none of that with the exception of programming was discussed, because I guess there was a deal that you don't talk about personnel matters, right? So well, that, well, 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 it was it's just a law. You, you can't. With, you're talking about like staff and all of that, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and, and the people that were, well, I'm not going to get into it because it's not really my purview. But uh, the idea is the attempt to get behind the wall by Hugh, I thought was pretty good uh, in terms of the, the, the his assessment of the programming, and I think. The attack from Hodgson was much more severe than what I expected. You know, he was pretty awesome. Some things I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I, I but, think the Thai racism thing has really gotten to Tom personally. I, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you get that. And then uh, uh, just overall, though, certainly no knockout punches. And I expected one of them to, to throw a, a haymaker, but it didn't happen. And uh, so it's still uneven keel. And uh, all th- all things being equal. Moving forward, unless one of them really steps out of bounds, uh, the campaign steps out of bounds, then I think it's still going to be a close race. One or two points. Yeah, I, I, you we'll know, see. We'll I mean, see. I, I just, it's, we, I have weird feelings about, about the outcomes. I, 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 Marcus and I talk about it all the time it, off the air. It's just weird. It, it, there's a, there's a, a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of variables. Yes, right. There a are no unknowns. unknowns. And there are known no unknowns. Yeah, t- turnout being <laughs> the biggest thing. Yo, absolutely, yeah. Tom. I mean, look, polling is one thing. There's a lot of yep. that out there. Yep. But polling is not turnout, right? right? I mean, the only polling that matters on a, is on election day. You can get a good idea going up to it, but I mean, who is going to go to the polls? That is what really matters. That's the bottom line. Yep. Right. Yep. I don't know if there's been enough to instigate. I think there's been enough. I think we we have 13 percent less last primary, and it's got to get to, in my opinion, 23% in order for Hewitt to have a chance. If it's under 23%, 
Hodgson wins. That's what I think. All right, thanks All for the call, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Right, Appreciate it. You, bye. Bye. And remember, folks, turn early turn, voting. Turnout, turnout does uh, higher turnout. I think does favor a challenger, right? It favors yeah. Democrats. It, it definitely it, favors Democrats. It definitely favors a challenger. Yeah, five zero eight because the people that just march into the vote, vote voting booth. They, if the same people go to the polls with the same impression of the incumbent, the incumbent wins. Yeah. So there's going to be he's going to need higher turnout. Yes. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. How you doing? My name's Johnny One. Johnny, Johnny. Hey, John, you tell me how you're doing. I'm doing all right. I'm getting along pretty good here. Uh, I owe you a phone call. That's okay. I owe a lot of people phone calls, but go ahead. It's a busy time for you, my man, but you can call me anytime. You know that. Thanks, John. Thanks, Johnny. um, So I wasn't able to listen to it. I just got in. I'm going to listen to the podcast as soon as I can, maybe tonight. Uh, I'd like to ask, did anybody ask the sheriff? This is a question I've always wanted to ask him, but I could never get on it, damn radio, time enough to ask him for it. Has anybody asked him that all the trips he took down to the border, all the trips to the White House, you know, the, the grandstanding with Donald Trump, picture taken side by side with him, those all cost money. He's got to travel down there, he's got to stay in hotels and all that. I want to know, as a Bristol County taxpayer, did we pay for that as Bristol County taxpayers? Or did the federal government pay for it? I want to know who paid for it. And if we did, how much has all that traveling and everything has it cost us? Did anybody ask that question? No one asked that question, unfortunately. You, you should have told Mayor Haruda to ask that question. Uh, it's a hell of yeah. a question. It's a great question, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't think of it, actually. I, you know, uh, the thing is, is we didn't, they were going at each other so much about the questions we were asking. I didn't even have time to get to their question right. segment. <laughs> right. So. That's true. So, okay. it's an interesting well, question, uh, uh, Johnny. Johnny, I'm going to hold you there because we're going to take this break. We appreciate the call. I learned from you in a while. Thanks, brother. All right. Thank you. Great job. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. All right. So, we're going to take this break. Uh, give us a call 508 The North Star reporter up in North Attleboro, Adam Bass, he was live tweeting the entire debate. He spent two hours live tweeting the entire debate. That's I was a just lot going of work. through him. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to, to look at it because I was in the middle of it. But he did a lot of work. I think it was great work, and uh, we appreciate it. And I, I appreciate the work he do- he's does. I know he's as into this race as we are. So yeah, if you can follow him on Twitter, do yeah, it. Adam. Uh, I think it's uh, is it Adam Bass or Adam Bass of Mass or is it a play on some fish word? I don't know. Uh, Adam Bass of Mass. Yeah, okay. you can follow him on Twitter. He does a nice job, guys. So, um, in look- fact, folks, he did a he did he did a map of the primary votes in that sheriff's race. A color map that he put out on Twitter was was really good. Um, if you if you're interested in that type of stuff, which I think most of us are. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, hey. what's going on? Hey, how are we doing, my friend? Good. Okay. In response to uh, Tom uh, Kennedy, uh, I, I did get a mail drop, and I'm from Ward Five, from Tom Hodson. Okay, and I, if it's you know mail coming to your box saying why is that what I'm talking about a mail drop? Yes. Yep, the vote? Yeah. And it, and it seems, and this is the thing I've been looking for the differences in the two candidates. It seems that LaRue wants to uh, uh, concentrate mostly on the jail and not do things outside of the jail. And Tom's uh, uh, mail drop, he has a guy about my age on the front of it. Uh, and it says, do you deserve to sleep safely in your home? So it seems like uh, Sheriff Tom wants to, uh, you know, of course, b- b- do more <clears throat> outside of the jail. 
and it says he's uh, implemented a now you safe okay program a uh, life of files senior safety id project lifesaver and triad to assist families in safeguarding the health and welfare of our senior citizens so i don't know if this drop was meant specifically for me as a senior citizen but yeah. he did drop if that's what the mail drop is yeah. i did get one from uh, from tom Hodgson. who do you think won the debate uh, I didn't listen to enough of it. You know, unfortunately, nighttime is uh, time I'm out. Yep. I just got to hear the end. And um, and just that, I think it was fairly even, I would say. But I think the difference in the two is, because I looked for this before, what's the difference in the two gentlemen? I think LaRue just is going to focus more on the jail, while Tom sees his job as more expansive, uh, like even his, uh, his uh, work crews there that go out and help uh, cities and towns and stuff when they request them or have them do that. And so I see Tom sees himself as being more of a of a person who just doesn't concentrate on the jail, but the uh, surrounding community. So just just to ask you a question, you really don't have to answer it, obviously. Go ahead. But it's a little bit personal. Go ahead. But how how is your voting record? Would you call yourself <laughs> a super voter? Did you always vote? Always voted. <laughs> oh, you always vote. Right? Always vote. Last time I did, the last time I voted though, I voted by mail. I don't know if that's good. Yes. You know. But now are you unenrolled or you're in a party? Am I? I'm unenrolled. Uh, there you go. There so, you go. hey, thank thank you for the call. I appreciate well, one it. One thing before I go, yeah, guys. Sure. I, I want to congratulate you guys too. Thank you. Both thank of you, you very even. Uh, Marcus, I think you did a great job with the guys. Couldn't as a referee control them. Okay, you got thirty seconds, and okay, you're done now. And now we move you. on to the next phone call. I give you a lot of credit for that. I'm sure you've been mentored by my friend, Mr. McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Thank you very okay, much. Guys, I appreciate it. We got one line open: five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So, Marcus, that guy's a super voter yeah. unenrolled and he got the mail sense, right yeah. hello hi hi so um the last two callers one kind of both related to what i wanted to ask you guys when i um when i called in i didn't get to uh, quite finish my question i know you were trying to do a rapid fire but um they misinterpreted my question i was asking the sheriff about the resources and both the last callers were um talking about the sheriff's, what he believes his scope is. Okay. And I was saying the um, the mayor seems it's just care, custody, and corrections. What my question is, was about people coming over the border and how many of them. It's, it's I think we get more than almost any other state. So I know the other question was about who's paying for his trips to the border, and that should be answered. But at the same time, if we're receiving more immigrants that come to Massachusetts, and a lot of them specifically in this county, then the resources, you know, it balance. I'm not saying it balances out, but I'm saying I believe the sheriff is trying to get out in front of it because our resources are depleted. I understand. I, I, I get it now. You know, our resources are depleted by the fact that more people, and they're talking about the suicides, you don't get to eyeball every inmate if you're overflowing with inmates because we have such yeah, a... Yeah, 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 but, but he, doesn't have, he doesn't have the ICE detention facility anymore. Most of the inmates aren't, aren't undocumented immigrants, so, I mean, so it's not... that's not it, You can't blame that on them. Yeah, so where do they go? No, I'm not blaming it. I'm just know? saying, where do they go? Like, Wait, Do we know where, where they go now? They go? What? Where do the... Undocumented. You're saying he doesn't have ice. Yeah, where do they go now? Do we know? Which ones? Are you talking about the ones in the vineyard? Or are you talking about like migrants in general? No, the ones that used to go to Tom's facility, the ice facility. There's other holding places. I think there's one in Plymouth. There's definitely one in Rhode Island. There's one in Providence. Oh, the Wyatt, right? Yeah, yeah. There's one in in Providence. So I I don't know where else they go. But I know that there's one. I'm 
pretty sure there's one in Plymouth. I know for a fact there's one in Providence. So they keep immigrants. I mean, they keep people in the jail separate according to whether or not they're citizens of this country. Is that no, they keep them? They, no, no. It actually, they keep them based on their their um if they're if they're being held for an immigration proceeding, they keep them in the ICE detention center. Ma'am, I got I got to hold you there because we got full phone lines. I appreciate the call. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. You're live. Yeah, good evening. Uh, great debate today. Thank you. Uh, I, I was calling because there was a question, and Sheriff Hodgson said that uh, he was do a release program where he was going to give... Your phone broke up on us, if you could repeat it again. Uh, Sheriff Hodgson was talking about a release program where he was giving inmates uh, QR codes or something. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so um, I personally have handed support group for people recently released who are on parole or whatever and they come out with absolutely nothing they come out with no uh products for hygiene no phone no nothing i personally have gone out and bought products and brought them to the meetings but these guys have they don't have phone they don't have anything that that he was talking about and when paul said paul Haru said he was out of touch he is out of touch if he believes that they have fun. That's all I wanted to say because I, I, I go to these support and I see these guys coming out of prison have nothing. So no, I don't I know what that. I, I appreciate the call. You're breaking up, so I'm going to hold you there. But thank you for the call. Thank you for your perspective. So my experience, Marcus, I know a lot of guys have been in the slam. They come out. They got cars, they got phones, they got all kinds of stuff. The guys I know have been in jail. I know some people that have, some people that haven't, yeah. clients that I have. It, it does vary, but I got yeah. to take this break. New Bedford's News Talk Station. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Hi, Chris and Marcus. I wanted to tell you it was a very well-moderated debate. Thank you. I thought it was interesting. One of the questions I wish that the sheriff could elaborate a little bit on more is that um, Mayor Haru, I believe, stated that um, he doesn't think that a lot of programs are offered and prove it, prove it. Well, one of the best programs that the sheriff does offer, which I'm familiar with, is inmates receiving their high sets, both the women and the men. In other words, they get education so set? that they can get... High, well, it's the equivalent of a GED. Okay. Uh, several years ago, Massachusetts State turned it from a GED to a high standards testing state. And a lot of people have gone out of there, graduated, and have done FASA programs to sign up to go to college and other places. They're doing an excellent job, and the documentation could be found out. I, I would think it would be public record because his sponsoring at the sheriff's office is provided by DESE, the Department of Education and Secondary uh, Elementary and Secondary Education. Okay. So they would not lend the sheriff or give any money to any area if they do not have the proven results. So you have to every year show that those results are rising and climing, or if not, the funding is pulled back because they're done through grants. And they I think I'm he so does a glad you, you called because I didn't know what high set was when the sheriff mentioned it. Yeah. The sheriff did mention it. He did talk about how they have a big high set success rate, but I had no idea what he was talking yes. about. Yes. And not only that, the state gave them a lot of money. There's a huge simulator in there in which uh, inmates who. How qualify, would you know that? Because I work there, and I don't like <laughs> to hear programs. Yeah, That's but what I don't I think it's fair to shoot programs down because you know yeah. there are there are a lot of innovative things. They're 
giving them some more in, industrial vocational training. There's a program for inmates that qualify, dependent upon the felon or the misdemeanor they're in for, to help them uh, get CDL licenses. L- listen, i got to hold you there, but you've made your point. I do appreciate you calling in and giving that perspective. I appreciate it because it's only fair. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. All right, got to take one more call, then we gotta, we got to take, take this break. Good evening. You guys did a great job. I think I'm going to nominate you guys for the 2024 um, um, moderators for the next president of the United States. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Because you guys were fair. Because I know one guy leads one way, the other guy leads the other way. But that's fine. But we can never tell by the moderators. But the thing is, I want to talk about how how can a sheriff be in office for 25 years if he's doing a bad job? You know, it. it he gets all kind of funding, gets all this kind of stuff. But he gets, gets things done, guys. The thing is, you can't be in a job for 25 years and do a bad job. You can't be in, in radio for 25 years and do a bad job and still be in radio. So Sheriff Hodges has been in office for Sheriff for 25 years for a reason. Because I think he's been doing a great job due to the fact that, um, yeah, the suicide rates, but that suicide rates in everybody's uh, jail. Okay, interesting. In federal jail, he killed himself. Huh. In federal prison, a high suicide rate guy, Epstein, yeah, I you know what I I don't actually think he did, but but buddy, I got to hold you there because we got to take this Thanks pretty long call. commercial break. Thank you. The New England Patriots are back on the line. Give us a call tomorrow. We don't have a uh, we don't have any time left today, but um, you can listen to the debate on the uh, on podcast. We're going to do some post game tomorrow. I think actually Adam Bass is going to call and do some post game too because he's been covering this race up in uh, up in the northern part of the county. So Chris, uh, I think mission accomplished. I think I think look, I think uh, both uh, Tom Hodgson and Maya Haru are gentlemen. They both deserve a lot of credit for.